In this series, we uh, talk about the work of the Surrey Trading Standards Office. Many of us now do our shopping online via the internet, and so we thought we'd look at the legal protection we have when shopping from home. We have David Bullen with us from the Surrey Trading Standards Office. David, hello again, and thank you for your time once more. I suppose because we're, we're shopping from our own home, there'll not be that much protection, will there? Actually, the, 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 there's quite a lot more protection than you might realise. The, the law has uh, has managed to develop to try and keep a pace of uh, the, the sort of technical, technological changes around us. And um, in this area, it hasn't done too badly. We have the, a piece of legislation called the Distance Selling Regulations that um, extend the rights um, of, of anyone when they're purchasing goods particularly to focus on when you're purchasing an item at a distance. So that, that isn't necessarily just over the internet. It might be by mail order from a catalogue, might be over the telephone or whatever. People, though, still have this, correct me if I'm wrong here, seven-day cooling-off period, is it? They do. If you purchase an item um, at a distance, you have a seven-day cooling-off period in the main. Now that seven day calling off period starts from the day after you receive the goods. So if you if you receive the goods on a Tuesday, you have seven days from the Wednesday. And uh, that 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 is a period in which you can you can effectively change your mind. You might find if it's a top you've purchased over the internet actually when you get it, it it's too small it doesn't fit the reason you have this seven day calling off period is because uh the legislators realize that actually where you're purchasing an item at a distance you haven't got the same ability to actually see the item inspect it feel it try it on look at it closely examine it in the same way as you would in a shop or or, or face to face supposing for example um you did some, I'm not going to mention the name of the supermarket, so let's just say you went to um, do some shopping online, you used a supermarket, they delivered the food, and uh, you didn't use the food immediately, and uh, let's say the, the milk, um, when you did go to use it, was off, and you went to use it on the eighth day. Protected or not? No, you wouldn't be. Uh, that, that, that's exactly why I said it at the start. In the main, uh, there are some exemptions uh, under under this protection. One of them being, obviously, things like perishable food is 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 clearly exempted. Uh, other things that are exempted are things like customised items. So, if you've had um, something made with your initials on it, or you, you've had something made specifically to your size and to order, items like that you don't have the protection on because obviously you can't send it back, they can't reuse it or whatever. So, so, so those sort of items you don't have the protection on. But in the main, the seven-day cooling-off period uh, works well, yes? It does, I think. Uh, I would always suggest mm. that you need to be a bit cautious because the, 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 there are things like some businesses will say you, you can return an item and there's no cost to you whatsoever. Other businesses will say, well, you have to pay the postage cost for returning the item. They can do that within the distance selling regulations. They can't charge you something like a restocking fee because you're entitled to return the item and get a refund. But they can say, well, you've got to pay the cost of returning the item to us. It's always best to read the terms and conditions of any business before you, before you buy something at a distance. Is, is there anything else that we can uh, give advice and guidance to our listeners on with regard to um, the legal protection they have from shopping at home then? 
Oh, oh ab- 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 absolutely, yes. I mean, um, one thing I would say on, on the pressure selling side of it, mm-hmm. because often we invite people to our homes to, to yes. sell something. Um, it's very common with things like um, mobility aids, for example, or, or, or mobility scooters, those sorts of things. Uh, you know, someone will be invited to your home, and actually in those sorts of situations, we do have to try and be wise to the pressure selling that, that, that often comes with that sort of thing. And there is, there is um, legislation now that has, to an extent, outlawed pressure selling. Not, not entirely, but, 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 but we have got closer to, to a situation where uh, a lot of the sort of pressure selling tactics that have been deployed in the past are, are now, in a sense, not simply immoral, but, but also illegal. Um, and that, that helps. What advice can you give to, uh, to people who are going back to shopping from home now? What advice can you give to them about um, who to contact when things go wrong, for example? If something goes wrong when, when you're shopping from home, I, I would suggest that the best place to start would be with Consumer Direct. Um, they give um, excellent advice over the telephone. You can contact them for advice on 08454 They also have a website, which is www.consumerdirect.gov.uk, and they have lots of useful information on that website, um, which will which will hopefully um, put you in the right direction. That's a good place to start. Also, obviously, raise the, raise your concerns with with the person you've purchased the item from. If you're still getting problems, put it in writing to them. I wouldn't say uh, often. Yeah, if we, if we purchase an item at a distance, they tend to do everything by email. Mm. That's fine, but I would also say it's always worth actually putting something in letter form to someone sending it by recorded delivery you get evidence that they've received it and give a deadline for, for a response so only contact the, the, the people who, who you mentioned by telephone and, de- and um, by web address if you don't get satisfaction from the uh, the vendor um, if, you, if you don't get satisfaction from, for, from the vendor because often when you raise an issue with them yeah, yeah they'll quite happily resolve it all sorted if it goes on being a problem then obviously you may need some further advice and i would suggest at that point if you're really getting problems by all means communicate by telephone communicate by email but also back that up in 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 a letter because that way you get far more evidence of what you've done it's all about if the problem goes further if the problem goes to court and you're seeking redress in the court it's always good to be able to evidence what you've done uh, and you know if you've got a recorded delivery letter and you produce the the, the, the receipt from the post office to show it's been signed for on receipt obviously they can't say oh well we never received that it's, it's about getting getting the best evidence you can really sure good advice thank you for that could you just repeat those uh, telephone number and website address for us please it's uh the telephone number for consumer direct is 08454 and the website address is www.consumerdirect.gov.uk. David, thanks again.